Welcome to the pod, everyone. A shout out to SGS. Hey, Rusty, why are we uh, partnering with SGS? Uh, uh, some, some, some good people there. Pretty excited about their sports coaching courses and sports courses. Keen to make them industry ready so when people leave, they're able to go and transfer it to any kind of industries, coaching, teaching, being an analyst, business, whatever it might be. So I think, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty exciting times, really. So what's so special about their degree courses that others wouldn't be doing? I think it'll be lots of uh, real good partnerships, uh, opportunities for people to, to get into different contexts and learn and practice. It'll be, feel very applied. People will be stretched and supported and will leave you know, ready to just go and thrive in the uh, big old world out there. SGS College is the home of Bristol's higher education sports programmes. The programmes are designed to develop unique, innovative and creative sports practitioners ready for industry. Do you want to be a coach or teacher of the future? Start your journey here at SGS College and become more than just a graduate. Visit sgscol.ac.uk to apply now. I'm your host, Phil Llewellyn. This week, we're discussing all things Rocket Rugby. Um, so, Rusty, no introduction needed, but introduce yourself to anyone that doesn't know you. Yeah, uh, Russell Earnshaw, and thanks for having me, Phil. And what an awesome haircut you've had. Um, I am uh, a father, husband, dabble a bit in coaching and economics in that order. Um, I'm actually staying in a hotel in Bedford, and it was like the cheapest one on booking, and it has peacocks in the garden which has been quite uh, um, cool for me, really. Um, so, yeah, no, just, uh, yeah, I hang out a bit with coaches, still do a bit of coaching. I've been lucky enough to hang out with you a bit in Sebra over the last few weeks, kind of been on the grass a lot. And, yeah, I think we'll talk a bit about Rocket Rugby and, and why that exists, but also, like, you know, lots of the stuff we've been up to over the last few weeks probably captured in this app as well. Nice, mate. Um, yeah, it was meant to be a, a bit of a Sedbo union, but Jason Duffy has binned us off. So, uh, yeah, Duffy, he's dead to us now. So, um, unbelievable. Yeah. There we go. Um, first, genuinely, I think that there's a new record for him. First guest I've ever had do a no show. <laughs> Apology, it's just rude, isn't it? Mate, we should have got a uh, Cy Verbicast on because I've heard he's a much better. Uh, he does. He's a much better version of uh, of Duff's, isn't he? That is very true. <laughs> very true. Um, <laughs> So Rocket Rugby launched this week. Um, my, my first question, which is probably the most important question of them all, loved the countdown, loved all the videos. How many hours countdown would it have needed to be before I got a phone call saying, Phil, could you do a video for us? Because I've got a number in my head, but I'm wondering where where on my list, you know, where on your list I'd have been. 2022? Oh, interesting. Uh, if, we, uh, if we were launching in like a few months? Um, to be fair, uh, um, and again, like I guess it's how we roll. Like we had no marketing plan, and so um, I just went, "Oh, why don't we do this? And we can do it." And like, and actually, well, let's coincide with the ten a.m. start on Sunday morning, which is when most minis and junior stuff kicks off, and and let's do every three hours. So because I think we could probably do like sixteen people, and if we need them, we'll do a couple ourselves. And so it was cool. And I just said, "You hours at sale on Friday," so. Uh, got Manu to do it, and like Marcus looks like he's having a good time on holiday, doesn't he? Like with his little chain on, um, and um, yeah, they've been cool, and you know, loads of you know players that I I'm really enjoy watching that are skillful, both female and the male game. Um, really liked Emma Urens, thought it was a cool video. 
Um, so yeah, no, that was, I mean, that's because that's the purpose, really. We want to connect the game. We want players to have the opportunity to be skillful, um, coaches to help support them with that. Um, the ability for people to like interact with and maybe get challenges and missions from their heroes. Um, Tom Mitchell, first up, pure class, isn't he? Like, he's just yeah. the man. <laughs> I'm sure it only took one take as well. Um, he's so smooth. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I guess that's probably tied in a little bit with where we want this app to go. Nice. So, talk, talk me through the app. So, it's an app. Um, it will have videos and challenges. Like, give me, give me the rundown. What's the, what's the spiel of the app? Why? How did it come about? What was your thinking of why it's needed? Um, yeah. So, look, I, I've actually had a few sessions in the last few years where I've rocked up, and it would be like me going into an under, you know, a fifteen-year-old maths lesson and being surprised that they only know like their three and their four times table. Like, I'm thinking, like, why can no one pass off their non-dominant hand? Why is no one able to kick? When there's like a tackle, why aren't people thinking about ripping the ball? What about aerial skills? What about actually some of the really important stuff like safety around contact and head in a safe place and all of that stuff? So, um, and then of course I go to places and that's not the case. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to work with and you'll have seen it in the Sedba camp, some amazingly skillful kids who, so I want like, I really want everyone to be really skillful. So, and that includes coaches. So I think we thought a little bit around, and we are doing some work around the coach development app as well, but really to, to give the players a really good experience during a season, to give them age-appropriate challenges that become progressively harder, to have some stuff that kind of transfers to the game. So try it in training, do it twice in a game, you know, move on to the next challenge to give them some options around which order they did their challenges within each level on. Um, and, and I guess what we then hoped was that it would then probably make life easier for coaches, if I'm honest. So I know as much as anyone, I coached a session yesterday and there was 22 kids and kind of every 15 minutes or so I'd say, I'll put your hands up if, put your hand up if I haven't had an interaction with you yet. And it was good feedback for me. Um, of course, that's really challenging, isn't it, when you've got a big group? So I'm doing a session in a couple of weeks and there's 36 players. Doing, you know, we'd have coached sessions at Sebo, albeit that there was a few of us as coaches, but like some big groups there. And so I just want everyone to be able to have this individual experience that's helping them get better. And I think also that it'll influence the coaches because little, little Elsa or little Freddie are going to come to the coaching. I look today, I'm, I'm really working on this. Could you, you know, I might need your help. Um, and of course, that also ties in the parents as well. So they see this journey and this progress and what their kids are up to and what their focus is on the session. So probably allows them to help and also allows them to notice those things in training as opposed to some other stuff, which might not be what they're working on. I think blended across like some mental stuff, so some brain skills, some rugby skills and some and some physical stuff. Uh, and then, of course, like in training, in matches and beyond the gates. So also like there's some fun stuff you might do at home with a might be rolling up a pair of socks and practicing your passing at under sevens or whatever it might be. So yeah, I think we just wanted to help create more skillful, adaptable players and same with coaches and kind of connect that triangle, which is often, you know, 
pretty disconnected around parent, coach, player. So actually we're all understand that journey the players are going through. So that's really the, I guess that's where we hoped to get to. Uh, and I think we've got, yeah, well, for, for £10 for a season, kids will get, like, have this awesome experience thing and sign up and try it for a month. And if they don't like it, they don't have to do it. I'm not, like, forcing anyone to do it. Um, and we'll evolve and adapt it and continue to get players and, you know, people that perhaps you see on the telly providing challenges, but also there's the ability within your team feed to, to do that between yourselves as well. So I also see this as a great way to create some kind of belonging amongst the team. Um, I'm part of groups from my kids and they're quite functional versus actually this is the stuff that, you know, that also gets to put a video on and get some fist bumps off of friends and, and talks about the, the best stuff that our friends are doing. And so we've, we've integrated that into the challenges, really, this ability to create a safe, um, kind of um, supportive uh, team hangout place um, where also we might be able to jump in and go, oh, I love what I love what this team's doing. It's awesome. And are you cool that we share some of this stuff online? So, yeah, that's the plan in a, in a, in a nutshell. I love it. Let's just talk a little bit more about kind of functionality of the app then, like for those that, that haven't had a look at the videos or haven't seen it. So players can log in, they get access to the challenges and, and the videos and everything else. Talk talk to me about the, the hangout space, the wall, what, what's the purpose? I've touched on it slightly there, but what's the purpose kind of behind that? How how can they go about using it? Is that like a so can the coaches jump on and post stuff as well? Or how does how does it actually get constructed on there? Yeah, well, like, it's a great question, and obviously I am the master of detail, so I'll try and answer this. Um, <clears throat> I mean, essentially, because a lot of the age groups are talking about 7 to 15, um, the parents will be the first port of call, so they'll log on. They'll then be able to either use that device or attach it to another device. Where So, of course, the parents can see stuff and see where how the kids are progressing. The kid would then have, like, their kind of – challenges area and work their way through the levels they would also have like an update on where they are and how many points they've accrued in terms of the physical the, the rugby and also the the brain skills um and of course like the the great thing is that parents can like see how their kids are progressing the coach would approve stuff and parents can approve stuff and they'll help the you know so again we want to get kids going to their coaches going look i've achieved it type stuff that stuff will also lend them to one of the team feed. The team feed is like, um, you know, meant to be a safe place. You're not allowed to put any swear words on. So the Stigger's tried and he's failed a couple of times. Um, and it's really a place where you can fist bump and high five and give people shout outs. But really with video at the heart of it, we know that that's, you know, my, my kids don't send me messages. Like they'll send a video message or a voice message. So we're, we're, um, we're, we're, that's what that's supposed to be like. And the coach will have the ability to go on and go, you know, like I've, I've seen one from Fletcher where take hey, kids, you can drop goal, the ball over the highest object. It reminds me of them throwing the Wellington over the roof on the office. Um, and like a video of Ted, like, yes, as he like kicks the ball over this really high net. So, of course, the coaches can also use that to, to interact. But ideally, we want the players to be like leading that space and, using that to connect with each other. Uh, 
and obviously we're, it's it's entirely meant to be a safe, supportive place. And then aside from that, the other big rock really is there's the missions, and that's the weekly national, well, international really, because we've been speaking to quite a few countries about them adopting this as well. Um, so I'm going to have to go and get some players in other countries to do some uh, to do some videos. But again, we we really want to develop skill. We want to, you know, maybe it's a throwback to some of the stuff we saw during COVID where kids were doing loads of awesome skill stuff away from or at training. And we got loads of little challenges there around kicking and how far away can you hit the crossbar twice in a row and loads of stuff where we're just, yeah, we're just kind of excited about where it could take the game. And we, I guess we want a bit more of the backyard feel around that stuff. So I think you've seen Tom's video um, where he just shares a couple of the skills he does and he's inviting the players to share their best skills. And that could be anything. So I was, I was at a school yesterday and I said, look, you've got 10 minutes at the start, pairs or in groups or whatever, go and, go and come back and share your best skills. Like, And like, kids are just amazing. Like, So, yeah, that's I guess that's how we see it all working. Um, we've had a lot of people really interested in signing up and the app's going to go in the App Store next week and will be available to kind of download and you can play around with it for a month and see how much rocket fuel you can get on your rockets and and all of that. Um, if anyone has any questions, probably best to like email us at hello at rocketrugby.co.uk because I am not the best person for the technical stuff. But we're also creating lots of um, just little mini videos to help everyone. So we'll have a YouTube channel that'll help people understand like, oh, if I want to do this, how do I do it? So but it's really, the app's really functional. The buttons are like really obvious where they're taking you to. And we're hoping it's a really uh, helpful user experience because the other reality is, as we all know, like if it's not functional and easy to use for the kids, then they're not going to use it. So we've made it easy. So no grown up should be panicking at this point. I love it. Sounds class. Um, I'm looking forward to the Can You Sidestep Peacocks video. That's the one you'll film yeah. a little bit, right, on your way out of the hotel. Yeah, there's there's a few uh, early on around getting sidesteps and transferring it into a game and can you beat it next week. And Yeah, and I guess based around our philosophy of, like, we want kids to get to 15, 16 and know all their times tables. And, of course, at that age... Coaches can make a decision. This player is going to play in the forwards. They're going to play in the backs. They're going to do this. They're, I'm going to ban them from doing that. We're going to play this structure. We're going to play, of course, like, I, I get that sometimes that happens. But if you want to be like a Marcus Smith or, or an Emma Uren or someone like that, and you want to be able to play in different ways of playing the game, loads of different ways of playing the game, and able to react to a coach that says, right, we're going to play one three three one on next week. We're going to play 2 four, 2 then... And we need to make and help them be as skillful as possible. They need all their times tables. So that's what this is about. I would be like quietly inside frustrated, although um, I wouldn't share it on the outside. When I go to clubs or I see kids, and mate, we'll have coached some together in Sadber, and you're probably thinking of some, and I'm definitely thinking of uh, some who are in the same team, who, who it, it became, you know, it, it can be a postcard lottery sometimes around like your, your skill development. We kind of want to make sure that that isn't the case. And like we're definitely not doing it for the money because it, it costs a fortune. To, uh, oh, here he is. Jason Duffy has finally arrived. 
Um, we are a whole maze at Seba. Check him out. Because I've also realised it's really expensive to do an app. But I think if we have leave this legacy of more skillful players, then I'll be pretty happy. Duffs, how are you feeling? 25 minutes late? Mate, I'm feeling like I've let you down, so I'm apologising first and foremost. Mate, However, it's okay, mate. Sai came on and did it, so we've we've finished now. Mate, oh, I, have you really? You haven't. No, we haven't. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. So, where, where are you up to? How's how's the chat going? Uh, I think we've chatted about like I don't know, Phil can replay the purpose and what it looks like, and yeah, I mean, Rusty gave me the most detailed answer I genuinely think I've ever heard. Like there was more detail in like that. Rusty. And probably about five years worth of conversations. Like it was ridiculous. So yeah. Did um, you go into algorithms and like back end and front end and like all the techie bits? No, 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 no. Let's not get carried away. Like he, he just knew how it worked. So yeah. that's a start, right? That's, that's funny because he's the only one that needs assistance getting through it, logging in and signing in and completing his challenges. He's like he's trying to beat the game already, getting everyone else to do his challenges. What what are you excited about, Duff? Oh, mate, well, the, the whole thing is, like, new, and re- I don't think there's anything like this out on the market. So I'm excited but nervous at the same time of, like, um, just getting it in people's hands and, and watching them sort of interact with it. So I think it's like anything. Once you see it up and running and alive and, and it making a difference, um, like, that would be the bit that's really exciting me. So it's we always call it off-pitch stuff, don't we? There's going to be some on-pitch stuff. But a lot of it will be sort of off pitch, beyond the gateposts or beyond the beyond the uh, clubhouse stuff. So, kids at home doing some stuff with the parents. The parent bit is um, massively important to me because I don't think we do it well. So, like getting their engagement would be really helpful for for everybody, especially for the kid, the player. That would be the bit that I'm most looking forward to. Do you, do you think that's about shifting parents away from just that end result, mate? Like, what's what's your experience of that with? the groups you work with and you see, like, where are the parents? Well, I think it's probably parents? more from my world, it's probably a bit more positive engagement. Like, uh, there's a mixture of parents. There's three lots of parents. The, the parents that are really keen and really into it. Parents that really enjoy the social side of, of the Sunday mornings. And the parents that really enjoy the sort of babysitting bit. And actually by sort of giving everybody a bit more information. So the parents that like the social side can have more meaningful conversations because they've got some substance and context. Uh, and the parents that doesn't engage with the rugby club on a Sunday, it gives them some sort of uh, seeds that actually will just grow with curiosity. So, like, actually, I will go down and see what they're doing. I will be involved a little bit more and, and take a bit more of an active role in in the child's development. It's not just a, um, a, a crash or a babysitting service, you know. It's something that the kid loves and they're passionate about and how can they can support them more. Are there are there parent challenges as part of it? Is that is that something you're thinking? Like building good question. Children? I think the challenge is to connect the parent. I mean, no, there isn't. That's the answer. I think Rusty, write that down in your notebook because I think we can we can definitely add some stuff to it. But I think the challenge is um, putting some meaningful connections. Now there will be meaningful connections already in place, but it's how we can support parents who don't come from a rugby background that don't have that knowledge base. So I think that would be the challenge to get them uh, on some of the challenges with kids and reading the language and understanding the game. It's a helping support mechanism. I keep saying support. I'll change that word. It's just some help for them. Nice. 10%, by the way, if that goes through. If I see it. <laughs> volume two. Yeah, parent section. I mean, I'm still owed, I don't know how much from Rusty for all the 
good ideas I gave him while we were at Sedbert, but it's fine. But if Richard Shaw listens to this, he'll have he'll have done that up already. He'll have created that up. Yeah. But we did debate it. Um, and of course it is just about connecting the the triangle of coach, player, parent, and making it like how often do the does, is everyone on the same page and helping the child? Like uh, my son, uh, my son, or oh, can I say this? I asked him about his coaching the other day. Of course I can say it. And he said, oh, um, yeah, yeah, fine. Apart from the coach, uh, contradicts himself all the time. Hey, will you and tell if- everyone what you're up to at Call 37? Hi, Fletch. We're a teamwear brand based in the northeast, and we're the sister company of Oddballs. We've got the largest sports sublimation factory in the UK, and we've produced for the biggest brands in Europe over the past seven years. But with Call 37, our in-house brand, you can now access those prices direct to the customer. Why would people use Call 37? Uh, if I was to pick three, Fletch, it would be our lead time of three to four weeks, our price, which is lower than anybody else in the industry, and the fact that we're made here in the UK. What's the stuff you're most proud of at Core 37? Oh, there's loads of stuff, but the, the key one for me would be working for a company that, that genuinely believes in its own mission statement, which is to produce performance sportswear at an affordable price. And then underpinning that is the people. Everybody who works here is involved in grassroots sport in some way. And so we generally care about what we're doing here. Fletch, why do you want to partner with Call 37? Uh, apart from the fact you're a Geordie, uh, great people, uh, lots of people involved in sport, really affordable and top quality. Thanks for joining us, Wilkie. Anyone who wants to find out more can go and have a play on their website at core-37.com or they can reach out directly to tom at core-37.com. And of course, like we do that, don't we, as parents and and coaches. And so if we're not speaking that often, then sometimes it can be really confusing for the kids. Now, actually, we don't even have to speak on this, but we are just aware of where our kids are in their development and what they're trying to get better at and what we could do to help that. And some of the Beyond the Gates allows us to, if we want to, to take part in that and probably build even better connections with our kids. Rusty, just think of the touchline. So think of the touchline now and the conversations when the ball is not in play or like when they turn up, halftime, or even yeah after the game, during the game, we're connecting the the skill challenges. Parents are connecting with each other. They're comparing some stuff. They're supporting each other. How did your kid find that challenge? Or how how can we make it easier for them? The the conversation on the touchline is going to be engineered like to be really helpful. Like, they're now talking about detail. They're now talking about skill. So not effort. Like, there will be a bit of effort uh, required. But, like, they're talking about skill development. They're not talking about the size of the opposition or, you know, decisions made on a pitch or knock-ons. They're talking about, well, they're linking it all back to the app and the challenges. Not all, but the majority of it. The the conversation would be cool on a touchline now. And some of the, uh, and actually to build on what you just said, some of the brain skill stuff is around some of the, you know, like working back around leading stuff, around uh, having conversations with with people older than you. Some of the, you know, some of the skills that we would all have experienced and learned and developed and grown through rugby. So yeah. I do think it like it's it's more holistic than. Uh, than some of the rugby stuff as well. Mate, I mean, if Duff's, if, if like we're getting in the way of your morning, just give us, a, just let us know, mate. Hey, I was like a celebrity walking around town. Everyone's waving and wants a piece. So it's, uh, mate, my bad, my bad. <laughs> just thinking when you said that, I, I love the fact that potentially it's more stuff for the parents to cheer. 
Do you know what I mean? If they know that that Rusty's trying to work on his left hand pass and he 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 puts two ten meter left handers in, like that's something else they can get excited about rather than or on top of the the stuff they do anyway. Like that that definitely I think is is a big thing to my mind. They're just as you say more aware of the the nuance and what their kids or other kids are actually trying to do. Can you imagine a parent shouting on a pitch? Just keep trying that one handed offload around the back, fight to get through, rather than pass it, tackle him. Tackle it, pass it. Like it's, uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting. Yeah, I'm really excited about those two 10 meter left handed passes. And of course, like you can lose a game and achieve your challenge, and everyone in your team can achieve your challenge. And as you say, Phil, it's about cheering for the stuff. It's, it's about cheering for development, quite frankly. Like yeah. hopefully, it might make people understand that, like, the outcome, the outcome is actually like by the age of 15, everyone knows all their times tables. Like if you've completed all these challenges and done, worked your way through the boss level, and then there's going to be a fair chance you're going to do all right in rugby. And there's also going to be a fair chance you're going to stay in rugby because you're going to have developed some skills that are going to help you for the next few years as well. And, it, and they're all... Rusty, they're all scaffolded. So it's like, it's for different abilities, they're different age groups, and everyone's involved. So it's like everyone has an opportunity to get better. Like it's like it's individualized, more support for the individual than they've ever had. Um, you know, it's a cool, well, we would be biased, but it's a bloody cool tool to keep people in the game. So like you talk about the wins, like everyone's winning, it's growth, it's getting better, there's success, there's challenge. Um, so even if you're thinking about the growth of the game or keeping people in the game, like these different tools and ways of working is going to engage people more. Like, how do you see it as like an engagement tool? So like on an app, so on a phone or on a tablet or on your desktop, like how do you see that sort of fitting with this generation? How do I see it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. look after two kids and right, they enjoy their phones. Uh, but they also like the, this kind of gamifying stuff has big impact on them. And, and I, I just reiterated, like if you think even just about confidence and it being about positive mastery experiences and the peer-to-peer stuff, well, both of those things come through this app. So you are yeah. having positive mastery experiences that become progressively harder, scaffolded and supported by adults around you. And at the same time on the feed in a safe, supportive place, you are having peer-to-peer interactions that are helping you feel valued by your team and belong. So, like, and, and of course, like, we know that kids drop out of the game because eventually the big kids that we didn't challenge enough, like, some people tackle them and they get frustrated with their skill level and they drop out, or people drop out because they feel like they don't belong, or, you know, all of that stuff. So, or, or people drop out because they've been pigeonholed in a position at an early age and been told stuff that they couldn't do. And so, like, it's it's going to help some of that stuff. Yeah. Can I, Rusty, can I ask Phil a question? So, Phil, you, you, you'll coach around these age groups as well. Why wouldn't you use the app? Like, what things would put you off, Phil, as a coach? So what do you think would sort of, like, stop people from engaging with it as a tool? I was, I was actually going to be my next question to you guys around coaching. Oh, mate, now Jeff says, come on late, and he's taken over. I know. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> he's come on. He's like, he's, he's loading it around the streets of Semba, saying hi to everyone, and now he's taking over the podcast. Unbelievable stuff. I, I, 
I think it might challenge coaches to coach in a different way. So I'm, I'm thinking that traditional coach that just wants to, to manage all of the group and they'll do kind of generic activities. Differentiation probably isn't part of their skill set or their language or their understanding. To my mind, they are going to be the coaches that suddenly, let's say 20 of their kids then rock up with this app and it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like how, how can we incorporate you know, left-handed out the back passes and tackle stuff. Like if I'm that coach, how do I then create sessions that adopt or facilitate or, or offer opportunities for kids to do all of this stuff? So I would definitely think that there probably needs to be some support and some help around what I might need to do as the coach, like how I might need to plan, because let's be honest, a lot of your, your generic stereotypical Sunday morning coaches probably plan when they're in the car on the way there because they're a mum and a dad and they don't have a load of time and it's not their full-time job and all that type of stuff. So yeah, I wonder if that's going to be something suddenly they're kind of going, wow, like it, it potentially is a, is a huge, has a huge impact on the players, but what can I do as a coach to deliver sessions that now facilitate this? Like, how do I help and manage the transition into those games? Like, do I now need to change my mindset around match day to, to, to afford the kids this opportunity to, if I throw my two out the back of my left hand, but they get intercepted. Well, what does that conversation now look like? Cause I've tried it. What, you know, what's the kid learned? What have I learned? Do you know what I mean? I, I guess yeah. It's coaches at that end that might just be going, you've just made my job 10 times harder, which I don't think is a bad thing. But in their head, maybe they're going, yeah. I like just running one game with the kids where they all do the same thing. Yeah, and just to clarify, I mean, there isn't a, uh, a out-the-back left-handed challenge yet. Yeah, it should be. Um, yeah, be. But, but of course, of course, like, definitely don't get the app if you don't want, like, your kids and you to get better. So don't get it if that's guys like... I'm happy. Uh, but there's on the other side of that. Like I, I, I know it's tongue in cheek as well, but like we, are, we have got plans to support people with I, the delivery I'm, of some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, I know what you're saying. Like some people will be nervous, like of of giving control because it is control. So the players now have control, and parents have a little bit more of an insight. Like I get what you're saying, but like we can help and support people along the journey. That's what we're saying as well. Is like you know we'll have some check-in points. We'll have some stuff where. You want to share stuff, but like I think every coach's intention is to make people better. I just think there'll be that there'll be a nervousness for some around losing control or you know being challenged. And and when sorry, and when Duff lets me finish, Mike, that's don't get it uh, if you don't want to get better. But of course, if you do want to get better, (laughs) of course we're going to support you. So we're going to give you like we're going to create a YouTube channel with games and coaching skills on, and we're going to have Zooms that coaches can jump on and. Just free zooms. Just jump on. We're going to chat through any stuff that's going on. Of course, we're going to do that. Like, yeah, it's, I don't think it's going to be as seismic as you as people think. It actually should be able to be integrated into a pretty normal session. Um, but of course, we also it's going to give the coaches loads of new ideas. So yeah. even if they suddenly have one more option, so for example, it's got a real emphasis early on around contact skills. So actually, defensively, like getting your head in a safe place, thinking about like how you can influence where the, the attacker goes and getting your, your feet close so that you can like manipulate them. Like yeah. that's really helpful for coaches. That's going to like, 
in you know if you if if you stick to this and you get that kind of that's a it's going to build like the ability of players to defend it's definitely going to help their confidence it's going to mean your team wins more games if that's what if that's what interests you but it's like that is going to really help you you're not going to be like having kids concussed or injured or you know it's it's, it's also like got some really critical stuff around conduct in it Nate, I'm sorry. I should have let you finish. My no, cool. I knew you'd take it over. <laughs> I think, but I also think that's interesting because the classic example, and and just maybe you know through knowing you guys, but that creative bit automatically. The example I used was the the actually just gamifying the basics. Like that's yeah. There's a huge market for that. I can I can completely understand that. And as you say, if that helps coaches, then but I, it's I would also say to counter my my other point, like. It's not like kids don't watch stuff on TV and come and try that anyway, as it is. So is is it really any different? Even if it's something that they haven't, if it's not the basics, let's say it is a little bit more creative and it is trying to stretch their skills. That's you can't tell me when they watch Marcus Smith, they're not they're not coming into training before they're told yeah. to play a game that they're going to do what Marcus Smith does. Like that, that's the fun of being a kid, isn't it? So that's yeah. I guess I guess it's just kind of. Getting our head around both angles. Don't so. let them be kids, Phil. Don't let them be kids. Don't let them have fun. <laughs> Not kicking the ball at the posts. Oh, yeah, and by the way, I mean, and I agree, look, Phil, and that is definitely the case for some kids. Like my son would be one of those kids that, like, watches bits on telly or YouTube, tries it, like, puts it into games, feels really comfortable doing that. He's allowed to. He plays in a position that allows him to do that. But, but he's not the... He's not the majority in my experience, as you'll have, you know, I've coached probably 700 kids in the last five weeks and he's not in the majority, quite frankly. So we do want people to like go away and look at their rugby hero or look at Marcus Smith and there's some stuff around like how can you use like change of pace or or a goose step to to influence a defender. And, and, and actually, but then also we are talking about trying to put it into a game. Um, so of course, like we're going to support the coaches around that stuff as well. And I guess what we, what wouldn't it be great if, like, let's say Yatton Rugby Club and Old Bristolians who are near each other both knew that both their under thirteen teams on the app, and they said, look, in this game, like lots of our kids are on this level, we could adapt this game or we could think differently about this match. So that's Rusty, how put that, yeah, Rusty, put that context around what you say. I love how you um, describe we want to create the biggest rugby club in the world. So around yeah. that would be like amazing. Like, uh, wouldn't it be great if like my team played your team, Phil, and we both knew that we had a similar philosophy on player development. Like my most stressful Sundays were when that wasn't the case. And, you know, we've got this and, and same, it's quite frankly. So when I was at Eastbourne, like we were playing teams that that wasn't their philosophy. Their philosophy was we're going to try and annihilate you. Um, which is easy when you've got loads of scholarships or you've got loads of kids or, you know, you tell everyone that, like, all the players from your your, your club are going to go and play for an academy. So I just think it's really, yeah, how do we create this biggest rugby club or biggest sports club in the world where we've got similar philosophies, we're chatting before the game, we're kind of checking in maybe on a Thursday and going, look, by the way, loads of our lads are on this level, so we might see this. Well, we could actually adapt the game slightly, couldn't we? We could... We could actually say a kick to score try is worth twice as many points in this match. Um, so that's the way I see it. And again, I was in a you know prep school in London yesterday, and and the, and the challenge that always comes back is fixtures. 
Well, of course, that is, if we're assuming this traditional view of what fixtures are, is like what's going to continue forever. And the reality of our game, and probably also the reality of COVID, is it's given us a chance to think differently. But also the reality of our game is that there is a lot of stuff around contact. Hence us putting in lots of stuff to help people be good at contact. Because like head injuries and injuries and uh, are, are in the news a lot and they're really important for the, you know, we've got to look after our kids. And so there is going to be different versions of our game. Already, like the RFU have gone away from, they've created their own version of that, they're ready for rugby that's a touch game. There is going to be more versions of our game. You might go, and it's interesting again, like I'm speaking to a couple of clubs and they're going, look, we're a bit stressed about going straight into contact. Like my son's playing contact on Saturday and I'm a little bit stressed, if I'm honest. Um, but wouldn't it be great if we went, look, the, so one of the things we've got in ours is challenges around FIFA tackles. So, you know, feed close. Well, maybe we could play FIFA touch. Maybe we could create a game that's FIFA touch and we'll play that for half an hour. Some people might achieve their challenges. And then for people that want to, or if, we're, if we think it's appropriate, and hopefully if it's rained a little bit more, we'll go contact for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, the ground is so hard at the minute. Yeah, I mean, so... Do I hope it influences the game like that and that we have the biggest rugby club in the world? 100%. Because I'm a parent and I'm a parent coach and I know how hard that stuff is. And I know that there's loads of people that would want that. And this might give people the opportunity to kind of collaborate on that with other teams. Mate, that's class. Mate, listen, I'm sorry for interrupting you before. And Phil, I'm sorry to be on late and leaving early, but I'm under a lot of stress. Um, That's what he wants. Oh, mate, not the stress, mate. Have you seen the bags? The bags under my eyes. It's killing me. Mate, um, why are you stood outside the green door and mate, telling us you've got to go? Mate, I'm outside the school chapel praying that this app works. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, listen, I'll catch up with you later, Rusty Phil. Thanks for everything. I'll catch mate, up with you awesome. in a bit. Thank you, guys. Appearance. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. Courageous. <laughs> Oh yeah. Anyway, I mean that's that. That wouldn't that be like the dream, really, wouldn't it? And mate, I'm speaking to and 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 just to bring this to life again. I've been doing a bit of stuff with some coaches in Australia recently, and and one of them said, "Look, my you know my school team, we're not we're not like we don't get scholarships in. We're we're really academic. We we play the other teams in our areas, and we generally lose by sixty to eighty points. And, I, and my view is like like what purpose of rugby does that sit under? Yeah. Like, again, what purpose of rugby does my son playing full contact, having done two days of training on a Saturday, what purpose of rugby does that fit under? Like, is it the, like, get players injured really quickly purpose? So I'm already, like, having conversations around, like, he's not going to play all of it. Like, there's three 12-minute each half games. He's not playing all of those. There's no way he is. Um, So... There is an appetite amongst parents and coaches and kids to, to probably just, you know, give them some slightly varied experiences. Uh, and, of course, I'm not speaking for everyone. There'll be people listening to this. They're going, Rusty, that's a load of rubbish. We want to play in the league and we want to win every game. Well, that's great. Like, I'm cool with that. And maybe if you use the app, your players will be even more skillful and you'll win even more games by even more points. Um, and, and, and the app isn't like pink and fluffy and like, you know, it's, out, oh, it's all like this out of the back stuff. It's, it is basics. It is like getting your head in a safe place. It's contact basics. It's like 
being able to pass off both hands, like for me, that is a basic, but I coach lots of kids that cannot do that. How many times when we were at Seba was it like you place the second ball on the on their left-hand side of the pitch and they can't pass left to right because there's not enough left-handers. So, yeah, look, um, that's, my, I guess, my view on it. I'm, I'm excited for coaches to use it. We've tried to make it as simple as possible and give them as much support as possible. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited about it. But, mate, no, it, yeah, as I say, it sounds, it sounds awesome. I, I think that key point there is e- even... He's, for a lot of people, it still boils down to this. They want to win more. But I, the, the biggest counter I've always give, or you would as well, is, yeah, if you've got better players, like you're going to win more. So it, it, it just, I think, I don't I don't understand people that are kind of, no, we, you know, we do team shape and we do this and we do this. Great, yeah, but you're still, you're still going to want good players because the better they are, the better your chance of winning. So, yeah, right, and, and we've got to work out what winning is. And of course, winning to me is that, you have loads of kids at 15, 16 who are really skillful, love rugby, want to keep playing it. You've got parents who are engaged, but not in a really like aggressive way. And you've got coaches who are running sessions that kids are falling in love with. And so they want to stay on, they want to go on the Colts. And that's the next iteration is a bit more positional specific stuff as it gets up to that. And then they want to go and play in first teams because... That's what I'm passionate about. I think our sport has given me great things and I would want other people to, to enjoy that as well. Right. Class. I think we'll leave that one there. Um, just when is it out? How do they get access? How much does it cost? Give me the rundown. Oh, my, like detail. Um, I think it's out next week. I think it's in the app store next week. Cool. I think if you send an email to hello at rocketrugby.co.uk, that'll, uh, that, should, that should get you in the mix. It's a free like month until the end of September where you can try it and have a look at the impact and check whether you feel supported as a coach and all of that stuff. And yeah, that's it really. And if you've got any kind of individual stuff you're curious about, then just drop me a message. Like I'm on Twitter or stuff like that. Just reach out. Nice. And if anyone's got any good ideas, send them to you and you can oh, mate, like the parent thing. Yeah, biggest rugby club in the world thing. And yeah, look, and we're going to iterate it. Of course, we are. Like, we've got target around users, and then we'll start iterating and thinking about what comes next. And well, yeah, we just wanted to, we really wanted to like to be user friendly and really useful for coaches and players and parents. Class. Well, I think it's a game changer. So well done. Really, yeah, really interested to see what it uh, what it changes, how it shifts the landscape a bit, and uh, just see some more skillful players. So great stuff. Well done. And then we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks again to uh, to Watcher Rusty. Less so to Duffs, um, but he did contribute a little bit. Wish you all the best and go well. <laughs>